Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. way when you're committed. You know, commitment's a, it's an interesting thing. We hear it. People tell us to be committed. We, we read about it. We learn about it. But just as I have talked about, and will continue to talk about how important desire is in the fact that, you know, desire is the, is the thing that needs to be kept white hot uh, inside of us of what it is that we're going after, you know, it, it desire illuminates the vision for what it is that you want to create for yourself. It gets your, you know, it's your North heading on your compass. It's the thing that always needs to be there when, uh, when everything else is gone. However, we don't think in the much of way of how important commitment is, is in, in as far as how do we keep that up? and fresh and, you know, really useful all of our journey. You know, it's kind of like if you're driving a car and not checking the gas tank, eventually you're going to end up broke down on the side of the road. If you don't continue to check your level of commitment, you'll find that it'll let you down when you need it the most. It needs to be there in strength, in vision, in consciousness every single day in order that we can use it. And, you know, it's great when you have days where you don't have to really push the commitment inside of yourself, like I'm totally committed, but you're going to have days and you're going to have challenges where you have to. You really have to bring the thought of commitment up into your consciousness and really think about what am I going to do? I am committed to doing this. You know, really consciously being aware of the idea that I am committed to doing what I'm doing. But we also have to think of commitment as in a, in a way where it's thorough. In other words, what are you actually committed to? And I think that most people don't ever think about this. Are you committed to starting? Are you committed to the goal? Are you committed to the follow through after the goal? And the reason that it's important to think about this is because if you don't, you'll find places where your commitment is lagging that causes a problem. And I'm going to give you this little story here as a great metaphor for this. Um, Most people know who Edmund Hillary was. He was, him and Tenzing Norgay were the first two people to summit uh, Everest that we're aware of. And they did a couple of tries in 51 and 52, and they didn't make it. But they were committed. So 53, they went back, right? And they 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 summited the mountain and they and they made it back. And when you think about if you study Hillary at all, he's a very interesting character. Um, he was a beekeeper from Auckland, right? Why is a beekeeper from Auckland, you know, also the number one mountaineer in the world, as far as we know from you know what he accomplished? Nobody had ever done it before, or so we thought anyway. Um, But 
he had an absolute commitment. And I would suggest if you've never, if you've never watched any of the movies or the um, documentaries around the entire Everest journey, you should just to see what it is that these people were actually committed to. Uh, this is no, <laughs> this thing is no walk in the park. Getting there is, uh, is no walk in the park. Getting just to the, to the base camp, uh, at Everest is, is, uh, is a, is a feat in and of itself. It, it's crazy when you, when you look at actually how much this is something, but somebody has to really, really want to, to climb this thing and win, uh, to do it. But in 1924, George Mallory went. And we don't know if he summited. We do know that there's a very distinct possibility that he did summit the mountain, but he never made it back down. And his body is up there today. I mean, we didn't find Mallory's body till 1999. He just disappeared. Uh, but what we do know is it's possible that he made it. We can't confirm it, but it's a, it's a real possibility. But see, it's not just about summiting that mountain. It's about making it back down. Your goal is not just about reaching your goal. It's about making it back down. It's about following through afterward. It, your goal is just a puzzle piece in the giant picture of everything that you're doing. You know, but my mentors told me one time, never, ever finish a goal without setting the next one before you finish the first one. Never. It psychologically makes a tremendous amount of sense because, you know, when you're going after something, we often think about the toll that it takes on us to do it. You know, the psychological toll, the physical toll, the, the amount of learning and adapting that we have to do in order to win. But you also have to think about it in a different perspective. This is, this is growth. This is growth. Meaning that you're getting bigger, better, stronger, smarter, more efficient. Uh, you're, you're, you, you expand in your ability to give with every step forward that you make. We live in a world today that's very interesting, especially with the people that are, that are just coming into life in the last 20 years. Because people that are being born within the last 20 years are living a life uh, because of the instant gratification that they get, it's changing the way their brain works. So if you were born before 20 years ago, you didn't you didn't spend the first 10 years of your life, or if you're if you're my age or anywhere, you know, adult that's in their 30s, 40s, or older, you didn't experience that. You had to learn patience. You had to learn a time lag and cause and effect between doing something, getting what you want. Now, I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing. Like a lot of people think that this is a bad thing that the kids today are, are so programmed with instant gratification. It's actually kind of, kind of like a personified truth of the idea of instant manifestation. You know, for the spiritual people for a long time, believed that we had the ability to instantly manifest something that we want and for a lot of things today, that's absolutely true. We can actually do that. And we're getting better at doing it all the time. However, it can create a problem when your mind is so focused on when am I going to get there? Or it's focused on the idea that if it gets a little bit too tough, I want to quit. 
So while it's great to have our minds, you know, being reprogrammed for for instant manifestation, we also we cannot let of the let go of the idea of a commitment if we don't get it in five minutes after we set the goal. So we have to really think. Uh, you look at somebody like Edison, ten thousand tries to manifest a light bulb. When would you have quit if you were Edison? When would you have quit? And it's not just. 10,000 tries. It's all the people that thought he was out of his mind. The people that thought he was a heretic. You know, the same with the Wright brothers. They they literally, the religious people thought he would, they were playing God. Uh, one of the one of the brothers' father told them that they were going to burn in hell for what they did because they were defying God's laws. So it while somebody is going through something, when you're doing something that is above and beyond the people that you were around when you were growing up. They don't necessarily understand what you're doing or why you're doing it because so many people choose the life of just living on the survival edge. But because of the way society is set up, it's not usually an effect that a person dies if they don't do that because society kind of picks people up today. We've created a way so even the people that lose big can still make it to some degree as far as survival goes, you know? So they, we don't have that reality, not for most people. There are places in the world where that reality is, is very true every single day, but for most individuals, it's not. So there's a false sense of security that gets built in a person's mind. But when we think about, we're going to go after the thing that we want, we also have to realize we're doing something that's extraordinary. You know, every business is designed to give to someone else, to try to better the life or the circumstances of another individual. And just in the fact that you all think this way takes you so far above the survival mind, it's not even funny. Because you're saying, I am good enough, I'm great enough, I'm powerful enough not to just take care of myself, but to actually put myself out there and develop myself in a way where I can help other people. At the same time, you might be getting pushback from other people around you in the fact that you're, you're going to do something that's better than average, that's better than mediocrity, that's better than uh, uh, just, you know, just base survival. The moment that we say we're going to be a business, we're going to be an entrepreneur, we're going to set a goal that's higher, we're also, we're also considering the fact we're going to help a lot of people. We're going to attempt to benefit the lives of other human beings, not just show up every day and do a little bit of work so that the world takes care of me, but actually go out and benefit mankind in some way more than the average person. That takes commitment. It takes an extraordinary level of commitment to do that every day. Why? Because in order to do that, you have to grow. Nobody's born automatically ready to do this. We all have the innate ability inside of us to be able to do it, but it has to be developed. You have to dream, you have to vision, you have to commit. There's so many things that we have to do in order to be able to pull that off. But we also have to remember 
We're not just going up. We want to go up and come back down. We want the whole journey in front of us. The whole journey in front of us. We want to be able to do extraordinary things, but we want to become stronger because of it, not weaker. You know, Mallory going up the mountain and not coming back down, if you watch any of the documentaries, you'll realize the people that didn't come back down in most of the cases weren't committed enough. Yes, you had the occasional person that fell on a crass or they broke their leg and there was no way no way to actually get back down the mountain or whatever. But in, mo- in, in most of it was just sheer ex- exhaustion with some injury. And then you have other people that had even worse problems up on that mountain and they got back down. Watch the documentaries. You'll see it. it it's, it's absolutely amazing. I'm also going to give you two movies that I think you'd be It'd be pretty cool to watch. You can watch them at your leisure. One is called Silence. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. came out a few years ago. It's about the Jesuits' journey uh, to to bring Christianity to Japan in the 1600s. And I will tell you, just as a uh, forewarning, it's not an easy movie to watch because the Japanese were not very kind to these people. They tortured them in some of the most horrific ways. And Scorsese does a beautiful job of of telling this movie. But it's not like a thriller. This is a very, the pacing of this movie is, it's almost hypnotic, right? Because it's it's a beautiful landscape. It's beautiful people. It's really really outstanding in the way that he portrayed this this story and brought it to to the screen. But the Jesuits were also committed They were very committed in what they were doing. And you get to see what happens when they follow the commitment all the way through and they're able to learn, adapt, and grow to the situation. The other movie is called Temple Grandin. And it's about Temple Grandin. It's a true story of Temple Grandin, who was an autistic woman who changed the cattle industry. And she's still out there teaching and and working today. But the thing about... Temple Grandin that that amazed me was her her commitment to doing what she believed, regardless how of everybody else that thought she was a lunatic. I mean, they tried to put her in a sane asylum, ever committed, from the time she was a little girl. But the whole idea was that she was committed. She was committed. And then, I mean, let's face it, back in the day, the people in the cattle industry, pretty rough bunch of folks, you know. I mean, these are... These are these are rough these are rough people, not in a bad way, but just you know that's the way that it is to have to be in that kind of an industry. They don't want anything to do with her, and what she was doing. Anyway, check those two things out, because I think in one of the ways that we keep our commitment up and going is watching the commitment of other people, watching what other people have gone through, in their commitment and their struggle to keep their commitment. I can do the same thing. You know, your commitment is is great and easy when you have a, a just a, a great day. But when everything goes wrong or when you have a setback, you know, that's when you need it the most. And you, be, you need to be able to pull that up inside of yourself and really have it work for you. It's an amazing psychological, emotional tool, but it doesn't work without a decision. A decision to be fully committed. And if you remember... When you're committed, there's always a way. When you're committed, there's always a way. 
You cannot see something on the screen of your mind and there not be a way to actually do it. Commitment allows us to move through the adaptation that will allow that to happen. You know, very often when you start off with a goal, by the time you get there, you find out the journey is not what you thought it was going to be. You know, the, the all the changes you had to make, you didn't know were coming. It, it changes you as a person. But it's supposed to change us for our good, you know, for the good of us and the good of, of all humankind. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.